$65 versus $20. That's the difference between Mother's Day and Father's Day. <laughs> Which do you think is spent on Mother's Day? $65 is the average amount that people will spend uh, on their, mom, their moms for Mother's Day. And really, it's $20 or less. And I think the or less is probably higher um, for dads. And, and in the springtime, and when everything is nice and beautiful outside in May, we elevate mothers, we honor them, we say sweet things to them that we may not say throughout the rest of the year. And also, we... Uh, tend to treat them a little bit nicer in terms of our, our gifts. But Father's Day, it comes in June, and school's out, and it's in the summertime, things are heating up, and, you know, fathers tend to be just a little bit forgotten. At least that's the perception, and that's kind of the joke that's out there, that the dads are really, um, uh, they just don't measure up as much as moms. Now, that hopefully that's not true, and, uh, and I, I feel pretty honored today uh, for Father's Day, and... and uh, and I, I hope that uh, Jenny felt the same way on Mother's Day. But I realize that that's not always the case. That the dads are sometimes at that point where they feel a bit persecuted, right? Any of you feel persecuted? No? Well, you, <laughs> good. You have, you, your children have, have called you blessed today then. Uh, but sometimes that's the case. And, and I don't think dads should feel persecuted. I don't think they should be persecuted. I think they ought to be crucified. <laughs> I mean, I really do. I think the key to fathers being who they are and who they are called to be is to be crucified. And before you think I'm, I'm too crazy or crazier than you thought I might have been, uh, there are some um, good things that we hear in our scripture today about being crucified. Really what Paul is saying in his letter to the church, really the churches at Galatia, is that, that there is this crucified life that is out there that is to be lived. And that that is the real secret. That is the key to being a follower of Jesus Christ. And I want to take that and say, yes, that is true. It's true for all of us. But today, on Father's Day, it is, it is especially true for fathers. That they understand that God wants them to be crucified. He wants you, he wants me to be that way. Now, to understand a little bit more about this, if you look back in Galatians, uh, you can see that th this is a, uh, a letter that really shows some heat and some anger on behalf of, of Paul. Paul is pretty ticked off, and, and we're going to get into this a little bit more as we go through uh, this summer. The, the uh, Galatians texts are going to pop up at different times, uh, especially in July. It seems like Galatians 5 is always there around July the 4th because it talks about freedom freedom in Christ. And Paul is really ticked off. And you could really say that it's the equivalent of Paul cussing uh, in Galatians. You can find some pretty, uh, some angry words that are there. As he is writing to these churches that he has gone to and he has shared the gospel with and he has seen them come to be become followers of Jesus Christ. And now he is learning that they are moving away from the gospel that he preached to them. They are, are hearing something completely different. That there are people in their churches who are coming in and saying, well, Paul didn't give you all the information. And, and these people are called Judaizers or, or false teachers. And they are coming into their congregations and saying, to be a true follower of Christ, to be truly saved, then you need to become a Jew. You need to come back through the law. 
you need to be circumcised or you, you need to become a part of the Jewish faith and then you will be complete and you'll truly have responded to the gospel. And Paul is so upset about this. And over in the, the first chapter, he writes to them talking about this being perverted. And he says, but even if we or an angel from heaven should proclaim to you a gospel contrary to what we proclaim to you, let that one be accursed. That's a nice way to put it in the English language. Even if it's an angel of heaven that comes and tells you a gospel that is different than the one that I proclaim to you, the gospel of Christ, this gospel of grace and forgiveness and crucifixion, if you hear something different, then it is wrong. And what was happening was it was developing this, this idea of legalism that you couldn't really measure up uh, and, and that's what Paul wanted them to understand. They could never measure up to receive the grace of Christ. It, it's a free gift that God provided through the crucifixion, the, what we refer to as the cross of Christ, the, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ, that no one could ever measure up to that. So God did something for us. And as John tells us, God so loved the world, He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have this everlasting life. So Paul, Paul is really angry that these people are being told that they have to do something in order to receive what God has given for them. And he uses all these big legal terms. He talks about justification. And he talks about righteousness and being reckoned. And he uses that word faith over and over again, that we are justified by our faith. And so Paul says, you don't, even, you don't have to abide by the Ten Commandments. Paul talks about in his own history, uh, he brags a little bit. And he says, as he does to the church at Philippi, I've done this and I've done this and I've done this. I've studied the law all of my life. I've been trained in the law. I, I have lived a pretty pure life. But all of that, in light of what Christ has done for me, I consider rubbish. Because Jesus has done it all for me. And the life I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God. I've been crucified. Paul points back to the crucifixion. And he says, what happened to Jesus on the cross, when he, when he died on the cross, I died with him. The old life I had before is gone. And the life I have now is here, and it is by faith in the Son of God. So Paul wanted to lift these people up. He wanted to give them a brand new esteem that would come through not anything that they could do on their own. And don't you know they were really frustrated? Have you ever tried to abide by all Ten Commandments? I've had people tell me that they've never broken one of the Ten Commandments. And I say, which Ten Commandments are you reading?